Welcome to the very first episode of Victory Podcasts. Obviously, there's huge amounts of podcasts out there, lots of fantastic content, and some of it feels maybe a little bit far away for some people. So our aim is definitely to speak to our local context. And then from that perspective, we'd love for the podcast to be able to have a big reach beyond just a Christian folk. And in order for us to do that, we think if, if in our local context, our people have something in their hands that they think this is a good enough something that's local that they can pass on. Yeah, and we're going to be chatting about things in our heart, having conversations with each other and with people covering topics of the Bible and apologetics and the questions that you guys are asking that we're asking. And the nice thing about it being in this podcast casual conversation format is that it is accessible to everyone. You can listen to this on your phone and your car you can easily whatsapp it to someone as with the podcast we're going to try and capture what the conversation is about yes. more than anything else this being the first one so yeah. tell us how are we going to kick it off what is happening today what is the conversation about today today i've got my friend adam guy who i've spent loads of years just walking alongside uh, talking through the scriptures with and i thought hey what could we have a conversation about today and obviously you and i've spoken a little about some of the basics that we'd love to kind of like put out there for people so we're starting a conversation with adam breen my friend from london about the bible and the importance of scripture that's our conversation for today okay awesome well let's get started Alright, so let's do our hello from the start. <laughs> hey Adam, how's it going? I'm keeping very well, thank you Sydney. Listen, thanks for joining us. We're quite excited about what God will do with this little offering. And thank you so much for agreeing on such short notice to come and help us and have a conversation. We really appreciate it, bud. That's my absolute privilege. Cool. I'm just going to quickly introduce you for our listeners. This is my friend Adam Bream, amazing guy, really God-fearing, someone who I've learned a lot from, and I'm grateful that God's been in my path and to journey alongside me doing life. You're also a pastor from London, local church in southwest London, and you are a husband and a dad. And is there anything else that I've left out? I mean an amazing sports person. Is there anything else you want me to throw into my uh, You can carry on, you're gonna start lying. Leave it a Christian husband and dad. Okay. <laughs> we wanna kick off this podcast episode and just chat about the importance of the Bible. I'm gonna just read one verse to try and set a platform. And then um, we'll have a couple of questions around that for the sake of um, all of our listeners, uh, especially, um, I guess, for those people who are perhaps listening who are not yet Christians or are exploring, um, you know, the Christian faith. This episode and this conversation will center around us building this conversation on the assumption that we believe the Bible is true <laughs> and we believe yeah. it's infallible. We will have another episode, won't we, Joe? Yeah. Which we're planning to do not, not long from now to talk about the reliability of Scripture and how we can actually trust it. That's not what we're trying to do today. So we're going on the assumption that we believe it's true. So I'm reading from uh, one of the Gospels, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 42. Jesus has arrived at a house there's quite a lot of stuff going on. And then there's two sisters. One is sitting at the feet of Jesus. One is really, really busy with all sorts of stuff. And the busy sister, a lady called Martha, comes to Jesus and she's concerned about the fact that she seems to be carrying the load of doing all the stuff. 
um, and that her sister is just sitting. She comes and she brings this to Jesus and then he, he replies, he says, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all the details. That really spoke to me as a person because sometimes I can be quite into the details of stuff. Um, and then the next verse says, there is only one thing that's worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not ever be taken away from her. You know, that's enough for us to have a conversation on for quite a long time. So when you hear that verse as a person who loves the Bible, what, what does it do? What kind of like, you know, what's, what kind of platform does it create for you to build a life in the scriptures from? You don't know this, but um, I read this with my kids two nights ago, this exact story. Um, so it's not like we planned this one little bit, but the Holy Spirit certainly did because I had this little chat with, my, with two of my kids two nights ago, oh, just wow. trying to unpack what it looks like for, uh, for us to be busy and what it looks like for us to be still. And so um, I, this is a story that I, I don't even know how many times I've read, but it's just one of my favourite. I absolutely love it. Mm. Um, I think to a certain degree we can all relate to to, to Mary and to Martha, um, depending on what's going on in life and depending on what what a day has looked like or a season has looked like. We they're, they're two they're, they're sisters that we've we've got stuff in common with. Yeah. Um, and I think my natural is to be like Martha, and my heart is to be like Mary. But as they get entangled a little bit. <laughs> Trying to work out how to how to be more like Mary is a is something that I'd love to spend the next however long I've got living working out how to live like I think mm. it's an amazing story. It's so simple as well, isn't it? Like this, looking at I've got my Bible in front of me. It's it's just a few lines. It's a really famous story, and yet it's just a few lines, and yeah. so much is unpacked within those. It's like what four verses. And yet you can sit in those and learn about your character and learn about Jesus' character forevermore just on those four verses if you, if you allow the Holy Spirit to go to work on it. I'm interested in this. You said you want to spend the rest of your days, however long you've got, in it. Is that always the way you felt about the Bible? Because, you know, like some people maybe have read it and, and for whatever reason, they, they just, maybe they didn't get what they were seeking for or, or you know, we, we don't always know. But you know, you know what I'm trying to say, like, and, and there's moments when it's really hard. And if, if you start off on a moment where it's a bit hard, then your feelings may not naturally be, hey, I want to spend the rest of my days doing this. So why is this such a big deal for you? And, and talk to us a bit about, has it always been the way you felt? Is it something that you've developed? Have you worked hard at it? What's, what's, what's got you to saying that? I think even that, that little statement you just said then about working hard at it, it's, we, we can apply that, that statement in itself is like a, is a, is a master statement, isn't it? Like yeah. we, what can, what can I do? Like, how can I roll my sleeves up? How can I, what, what can I do to make this happen more in my life? And so I think that what I would have probably started off my walk of faith in thinking would be, yeah, okay, this is a book that somebody's telling me I need to read. I guess it's, pretty powerful because it's still around and it's been around for a long time and a lot of people speak and think highly of it and so we we can go at it a little bit in a kind of Netflix mentality like let's okay let's churn through it let's get let's get on to the next thing let's go on to the next thing let's okay I've read it now what what okay you're telling me I've got to go back to the beginning and read again okay well I've done that like I, I didn't get anything from it the first time that you can have that kind of mentality and what I love about 
a verse in the Bible is you could sit in that for days and the Holy Spirit will just keep on revealing stuff to you. And you can go back to stories like this one. I've read, I don't know how many times I've read this story, but you've got the author reading it with you and it, it brings it to life in a new way each time. And so I think my understanding of, of being with the Bible isn't that it's a book I've got to read from A to Z or start to finish and kind of tick that box. And I, I'm, I, what I get from it isn't based on the amount of minutes I've spent in the day and the amount of chapters I can rack up and give a thumbs up to. It's just like, how, how, how am I living in it? And maybe that, that sometimes that'll be, that will involve reading a lot of it and trying to memorize stuff and just carry stuff with me. And other times it might just be a one verse that I have grabbed in the morning before my kids are asking for cereal. And I, that's what I take into my day. Mm. And God's grace is in the, the big study and the read and the, the thorough aspect of it and he's also in the oh heck i've got 10 minutes i need that verse take it with me holy spirit mm -hmm. he's, his grace is in both those things he said you've got the author of the book reading the book with you and i thought whoa that's uh <laughs> it's something that I'm, I'm i'm not always sure everyone reminds themselves of and i guess some of our listeners may not be familiar with could you unpack that just a little bit? Just what does that really mean for you on a personal level? And what do you think it could mean for someone saying, well, I, maybe if I understood that I, I'm not reading this alone, it's a game changer for me. I think even just now, I've got my study Bible open in front of me. I've got a bunch of different Bibles, and this one is a particularly beastly one. It's, it's got lots of explanation underneath it. And I think we can sometimes feel like we need to have stuff written down that we can read and understand. And there's got to be a particular setting. So like if... Unless I've got candles lit and I've got the the elevator music in the background, like and I've there's a, a kind of a tranquil space that I'm reading it in, like it's not going to come alive. And yet that's just not the case. Like the the Holy Spirit, when He indwells someone, is our intercessor. He's the He's the one that translates from where we are to where we need to be, or where where we are on earth to where God is in His throne room in heaven. Yeah. And so I. I just asked the Holy Spirit to bring revelation to what I'm reading. And there's tons of the Bible that I don't understand. And I, I, I don't think Christians are quick enough to admit that. Like I, I've read the Bible for quite a few years now, and I still just scratch my head at so much of it. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit yeah. brings revelation at the right time to the right verses, and it, it gets applied to the right part of my heart in the right way. And I know that I'm not bright enough. Like you, you only have to spend two minutes with me to know that I'm not the brightest cookie in, in the jar. But like, well, the, even that that metaphor is not, not really correct. Um, but, I was going to disagree with you, but now, now I think I agree with you. <laughs> I'm not the brightest cookie in the jar. Yet. We'll go with that one. But to know that there's explanation that comes from from scripture that I I can't understand by myself, and yet it hits the nail on the head. I know that I must be receiving something from something that is not somewhere that is not my own. And uh, the Holy Spirit just does an incredible job of taking me on the journey of, of revealing God's word to me. So I, I try, I don't always do this because I'm not perfect, but I try and just invite the Holy Spirit to fill me every day and trust that part of that filling is, will be um, experienced through the way the word of God is revealed to me as well. That's awesome. And you have those beautiful moments where just one single verse like opens up to us and you know, really speaks to our heart. But many times for me, 
Uh, it doesn't. It's just words on a page. How do you grapple with that when it's when there isn't that revelation that uh, where the scriptures they don't bring you into the throne room and into, into God's presence. They they just oh that's awkward. <laughs> God, is that you? Um, yeah, yeah. Hi. It's a good question. I think I don't beat myself up over it. We'll, we'll have a certain degree where we believe that God is gracious. We might really get that, or we might just have heard someone say it, but like God's grace is big. And yet sometimes I think we don't allow that to be applied to the way that we spend just alone time with him. Um, he's really gracious towards my quiet times, whether I feel like it or not. Um, he doesn't need me to have a coffee to wake me up in the morning. He doesn't need me to have had a good night's sleep. He doesn't need me to be in a particular frame of mind. Like he, he's just there waiting patient patiently like a, like my father like I hope my father would do and there'll be times where I guess my some of my interactions that I have with my children they can seem a little bit routine and they can be a bit familiar and we'll just kind of slot into the groove of doing stuff because that's how we do stuff I mean that's that's part and parcel of having that relationship there, there's a familiarity to it there's also moments where they are significant and special and they're, they're standout moments I'm no more their father in that moment than I was in the kind of steady, ready moments, you know what I mean? Mm. So I think just having that, the, the, the rhythm of being in God's word, I know that it might not always come alive to me every single time I open it, but it comes alive to me enough that I want to go back to it. There, there'll be a moment where I think, oh, that is just what I needed. Uh, that is that has hit the nail on the head. There'll be other moments where I'm I'm tired and I've had four hours sleep because I've got a little kid and I'm just I'm just want to be in it because because I know there's good in there even if I can't latch hold of it immediately. Thank you everyone for joining us for our first episode of Victory Podcasts. We continue our conversation with Adam on Wednesday and then conclude the conversation on Friday. So be sure to join us for the rest of our discussion on reading the Bible with Adam. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more details on further Victory Podcast episodes.